Live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Welcome to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Pocket with Gwen and Amara. Today we have a special guest. It is our assistant coach, Julia. Hi. Thank you Welcome. for having me, guys. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm excited you're here, yeah. too. <laughs> what a great time. Yeah. So, um, how you been? How, how you uh, been taking this uh, day off? Oh, well, I got some errands done, and as the day off, I kind of did nothing, yes, which is what you can hope for. Yeah, mm-hmm. which, which, which you can hope for on, like, a day off. But, no, it's been good. You know, it's been a rainy day and kind of, I think, kind of the perfect day off to have, honestly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's raining, just sitting inside, getting stuff done. That's super chill. Yes. Yeah, how was your day off, days off? Actually, pretty pretty chill, too. <laughs> um, we were supposed to have appointments earlier today, but they got canceled, so we got to sleep in a couple more hours. Yes. We got up, got our nails Nails done, you know, know, really had a nice little pamper day. Mm -hmm. And then I took, um, we took around a girl from Hawaii, her name is Becca, and we kind of just showed her the bowling alley and everything, and she got to talk with Coach. So it was really good. Yeah, I got some homework done, you know, just had a really chill day, especially because, guys, we got in at like 2 a.m. Yes. We got got back Mm -hmm, pretty late last night from our trip, so... We're pretty exhausted, I'd say, mm-hmm. from everything. Um, Didn't catch up on the sleep yet? Not yet, but I mm-hmm. will. I will. Throughout mm-hmm. this week, I'm getting all the naps I can. Yes. Nice. You guys earned it. It was rough. Thank you. It was. It, it was, was a, a, it really was a really tough rough. week. Um, we'll admit it wasn't our, our best weekend, um, but at, at this point, all we can do is look forward for regionals and mm-hmm. you know put in the work at practice and hope for the best. Yes, and I want to thank you guys, you and Coach um, Klumpa, for, like, keeping your chill with us. Because I know it's probably tough to watch and try to figure out everything on the lanes. But thank you for keeping the cool that you guys had. Right. I mean, it's something that I think when I was on the team I really appreciated about Coach Drab and Coach Klumpa is that there were times where we knew things were not going well, but they kept their composure. So it made us – like it helped us keep our composures Mm -hmm. and so you know i think i had very good teachers and you know coach Klumpa is fabulous at his job and what he does yeah (laughs) and um you know and it's it's sometimes it's easy to forget that you know and i said it a couple times and i hated hearing it as a player but it makes sense now being on the coaching side is that you know it's just bowling at the end of the day you know, and sometimes just it's not your week or kind of like we talk about, like me and myself bowling at that specific center that we were at. I do not bowl well there, even on my mm-hmm. you know, my time there when we went. It was bad. Yes. <laughs> and so it's just a tough place. And sometimes they're like that. And so really, you can only do the best that you can make the shots that you can. You guys did. You guys had a lot of fabulous shots. Yeah, it, yes. it just fe- <laughs> it just feels like it was so much worse than what it is. Yes. I, uh-huh. I, I feel like we didn't score that bad. It's just we were being out bold by everyone mm-hmm. else and like couldn't keep up with everything we just didn't match up well but i i think we handled it the best that we could yes i think so too mm-hmm. you know and kind of something that that meeting that we had one of the in the arcade that mm-hmm. we had you know we took a step back we had that little powwow mm-hmm. and you know coach Klumpa talking about you know just having pride in yourselves like one one bad performance doesn't dictate you guys as individuals or as a team mm-hmm. and so you know, we are still Nebraska bowling. Mm-hmm. We're still yes. one of the best teams in the country. Yeah, we yes. still we uh, still had a fabulous yeah. season right. up until this point. So mm-hmm. right, one one tournament doesn't dictate. Yes, that you was know, just an entire one season. Hiccup. It was just one hiccup out of the whole season, and 
Did we get Smyrna? Yes. We got Smyrna. <laughs> we got Smyrna. As Coach Bumpa said, all weekend. All yeah. weekend. It's Smyrna. Mm-hmm. It's Smyrna for y'all. But, you know, at the end of the day, you think about it. Even though we felt like we were bowling, like, 150s, in reality, we weren't. And it's just like, wow. Right. Like, I guess one of my questions for you guys is, now that you've had about a day to kind of think about it, is there anything you would have done differently or what you would have liked to do differently? I honestly, I think us starting further right in the beginning on Saturday, I think that helped a lot. And I think if we would have tried that, like in the practice session on Thursday or even Friday, I feel like we might have gotten out the gate better. Um, so I, I think that was like one thing that I, because I was thinking about it the whole time on mm-hmm. on Thursday too, and I had even tried it on Thursday when we separated. So I was, I, that was just one thing that was on my mind like the whole time. Because mm-hmm. I think we did start really far left. Like I think we we're starting like 24, 25 to start off on Friday. And usually I think that we could start right. Like I think that we really practiced and everything to actually close up our angles where we could actually hit it. But of course, like that's just um, trial and error. And when we did that on Saturday, it really showed. So it could be that. It could also be maybe weaker balls. I don't know, especially during the ending. Mm-hmm. But even that, like, even our weaker balls just look like you just wanted to. Whoop. Yeah, it just looked like mm-hmm. nothing wanted to get down lane. It was just really difficult getting the ball to skid, mm-hmm. you know, give us the shape that we were wanting. Like mm-hmm. with Cassidy, everything just wanted to yep. pick up super early. Yes. Like, even even like for me, I have like lower ball speed. Like I tried, but it just it was mm-hmm. gonna go. Yeah, like I noticed too. Like when I went in and everything, I threw a ball. I thought it was good, but you can just see it wanted to hook middle of the lane. I'm like, dang, can you just push the brake somehow? <laughs> like, where's the brake on this? But right. Me and I'm glad you guys like see that and you know that you can talk about it after mm-hmm. the fact. And mm-hmm. I know sometimes it's really easy to have a performance like that and then just not want to talk about it ever again and to shove it deep down inside mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. never yes. <laughs> and never think about it but that doesn't do anything for your growths as mm-hmm. as players mm-hmm. is that you know sometimes you need a little bit of time you know me myself I need like a good day mm-hmm. <laughs> that's something that I've learned about myself is that I can't talk about it for a day and then I can revisit it and talk about it because again how are again coach Klemp if you ever listen to this later mm-hmm. like <laughs> assuming we potentially maybe go back in the mm-hmm. future I doubt it but yes. mm-hmm. You know, what What can we do better next time? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what What different game plan can we have and just go over, just kind of just talk about the things that we didn't do well, but also t- talk about the things that you guys did well, you mm-hmm. know, and a lot of that being for everyone, attitudes. Yes. You know, the body language is something that we talked about was really positive. You guys were continuously thinking and you were present. You didn't mm-hmm. check out. And in situations like that, it is so easy. So yes. easy. So easy to check out and just be done with it. Yes. And you guys didn't do that. And I think that's that's important. Mm-hmm. And that's something to just, you know, hold on to and remember. And the, like, because again, just just like with life, this will not, unfortunately, this will not be the last, the last time. time. <laughs> that we struggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And so just remember how you handled the situation. And so for next time when this happens you get better in those situations and you kind of know what to do. Yeah. I think it was actually a learning for this, Mm -hmm. especially for this tournament in general. It's like what I know it's done. It's already done. But like when it goes back to it, one 
shorter or one foot shorter of a pattern on Smyrna Lanes is a big difference. Crazy, right? Yes, because like last year when we went, we were in second. Yeah, we did. We, we did, did really we did good. Really good last year, and it's just crazy how one foot can really change the yeah. whole dynamic mm-hmm. and like the whole game. So it's like, dang, one foot really does make a difference in this game. Right, and even kind of going, you know, the other way with another team, you know, Vanderbilt, who, you know, was the host mm-hmm. in Nashville. They got ninth, I think, I believe, last year. Last yeah. Year. And then this year they did, again, they did totally better, again, mm-hmm. with just a pan, like a pattern change, you know, and yes. then we went the other way. So it, mm-hmm. it's really crazy about just maybe your style of play, the pattern, mm-hmm. and something that I'm really curious about personally is, you know, have you guys ever talked about, like, topography before or kind of – have an idea like what that is yes I, I i've talked about it uh-huh. but it's hard for me to like articulate my thoughts on it, right like to actually discuss it uh-huh. uh-huh so like topography basically is that you know when you look at a lane you see that it's flat uh-huh. but then like there's actually a way to kind of do a scan of the lane and then bully like it sounds crazy but sometimes uh-huh. the lanes aren't actually as flat as we think they are uh-huh. and so when you look at a topography graph it's color-coded Mm-hmm. in a really cool way you know red is where it wants to to hook more blue is where it wants to hook less mm-hmm. and so i really want to see what some of those pairs look like because there's times where we just could not like what like what amara was saying we just could not get things to get down the lane and so part of me really wants to see a graph because i bet you like a you know mm-hmm. 100 bucks that there's a lot of red in the middle in that in part the of the mm-hmm. lane and then we got on you know a couple of pairs like the newer part where the where the roof collapse mm-hmm. and that those are all new there's probably not as much red mm-hmm. there might even be a little bit of blue yes you know where the lane doesn't want yeah. to hook mm-hmm. as much yeah i could and, definitely see that though like when we went to the lower end it was definitely everything just wanted to just go down and just keep going mm-hmm. right so it's like wow the big difference of each house like right. the ends of the house i feel like this is where we could like really put our classroom sessions yeah in, like into in, effect into practice yes mm-hmm. yeah like you could really see like even coach Klumpa teaching us about like different balls mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff it's like wow this is all like starting to come together especially mm-hmm. when you go to something like this and really struggle right mm-hmm. and all it really is is just again just more information for you it might help it it, it might help you make decisions just faster Mm-hmm. Or just might offer an explanation. Because sometimes mm-hmm. it's really frustrating to have these results happen and not know why. And I feel like that was kind of a lot of us, like, this weekend, you know. I you know, I can only speak for myself on my behalf, but there's times where I just felt so helpless, mm-hmm. you know, for you mm-hmm. guys. Because there was times where I was confused. I was just like, why is it doing that? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> why we're getting this reaction or anything like that. But, you know, just, again, like a topography graph mm-hmm. just kind of offers you maybe not an answer, but at least maybe a reason mm-hmm. to why you're seeing what you're seeing. That's true. Yeah. And so, again, knowledge is power. You know, kind of the same thing about talking about what you learned. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you want to do better? What, you know, what did you do well? Mm-hmm. It's just all knowledge. Yes. And I think, honestly, like, even the coach said, like, you don't have – He's not going to get mad if we don't hit the pockets, the spares that mm-hmm. really mattered. And honestly, I think we did a really good job this week, too, with spares. Yeah, there were times where, you know, like single pins, like they're a little shaky. But mm-hmm. I think overall with spares, it, it wasn't that bad. I I don't think we whiffed anything, especially all that spare practice right. we did yeah. last week. Like nothing was completely whiffed. Two eights? <laughs> yeah, we. Oh, you nailed those. We shot like 100 of those, those. last week, y'all. Yeah. So in my back of my head, I was like, can't miss a 2-8, can't miss a 2-8. You shot like 100 plus of them last week. Can't mm-hmm. do it. 
and you know it happened i was like yay two heats yeah i mean and that's like one of the golden rules of like bowling Mm -hmm. you know if you're not striking you should be sparing Mm -hmm. and so i think you guys did an excellent job at that this weekend yay thank you for spare practices yeah Yeah. it was just unfortunate the number of splits we left yes yeah yeah that's the other bit your two pocket four seven tens yeah i I don't even know how to explain (laughs) i don't know how to explain that either how do you do that coach jb for the four four six seven, what did you say? Because you left that, you left a couple. It was four six. Can we can we go to sleep four, six, too? <laughs> and so that one's hard, because like like just like looking at the bar reaction, like you went high, mm-hmm. you essentially went through the face, but yeah, like it <laughs> it, it didn't look like it, like with Kayla's seven ten, like it was high. But also, I don't... I know. It was like, how? <laughs> yeah, that one was particularly weird. Because normally when you see a 710, that's mm-hmm. like, your ball just comes in a little light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Like, people, like, they see a 710, they're like, oh, that's like a terrible break. And, like, it mm-hmm. is a terrible break. You know, it's the, you know, the, the impossible split. Yeah. But then when you actually kind of look at it, like, a slow-mo replay of it, you know, your ball is just a little high and pins just don't hit the way that they need to. Kayla's, on the other hand, I don't even know. Like, uh, I would... See, that, was, that'd be, that would be one that I would really like to see a replay yes. on to see exactly what pins went where because yes. that was a weird leave it was i was just like huh i was i was cheering i was cheering for her because i was like oh she struck yeah and then after i was like oh it's yeah. a seven ten never mm-hmm. mind uh, yeah and that's where you know you start talking about luck with bowling you know and mm-hmm. there's like a quote by either pete weber or his father where there's like some percentage of bowling that's like luck it's like a large amount Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. once you release the ball you know you've done you've done everything that you possibly can can. it is left up to (laughs) to physics Mm -hmm. like at that point and you know to get a strike there's a certain like we can get real technical about Mm -hmm. this but there's like a certain like degree of entry that's like ideal for a strike it's like between four and six degrees that your ball needs to be going into the pocket in order to get a strike. Anything like less than four, you're not really hitting the pocket. More mm-hmm. than six, you're like going through the face. Okay. And so, you know, when we talk about like pin carry, you know, the pins mm-hmm. need to hit each other in a specific way in order to strike. Mm-hmm. And just thinking of it like that, it's just like, well, of course we don't strike as much as maybe we would hope just because mm-hmm. you're relying on the ball bouncing off the pins in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Because I saw a girl carry a 4-9. I was like, how the heck can we get can we get that, please? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, things were just not going our way. Yeah. Like, we didn't have as much messengers as a lot of the other teams. I was like, wow. Yeah. And that's where we, again, get into the conversation of, you know, can only, you can only control what you can control. Mm-hmm. Like, those are things that you just can't help but notice. Mm-hmm. But it's like... So frustrating. Yes. Right? Uh, unbelievably so. Mm-hmm. But, like, there is... There's just nothing you can do about it. Exactly. You know, to watch someone else get better carry or to watch, you know, just other teams strike more. Mm-hmm. Like, again, it's hard to not notice it, but that's just something that is just beyond your control. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, and it's tough. Yes. But, yeah. Kind of have to learn to live in a bubble. Yeah. <laughs> when you bowl. Yeah. I, I think I just saw it on the corner of my uh-huh. eye because it was like right next. And I just saw her hit the pocket, <laughs> four nine, carried it. I said, <laughs> I was like, wow. And then I think that's when Michelle had her 510. And I was like, beautiful. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. We love that. Mm-hmm. I was like, 
go us. <laughs> We're winning. Yeah. Yeah, we we did what we could do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I yes. still enjoyed my time with you guys. Yeah, yeah. I did too. Well, that's the important thing too. Mm-hmm. The hibachi really helped us. The hibachi, the crumble cookie. Yes. <laughs> everything. Gwen falling off the bed this weekend. <laughs> still don't know how that room. happened. Yeah. Really did a gymnastics type move off the bed. Think I landed it pretty solid. Yeah, her her toes were pointed, y'all. <laughs> she would have scored like a fifteen, a ten, whatever the high score is. <laughs> ten for women, yay! <laughs> but ask me how I did it. Still don't know. Am I hurt? Nope. She has some rug burn. Yes. Some hmm. battle wounds. Yeah, just a little rug burn. That's mm-hmm. all. <laughs> That's all I had ended the night with. Then we went to sleep, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. But other than that, Coach JB. How is it like being on tour and coaching? You know, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. And I have yet to figure that out, you know, because this upcoming summer is going to be the first time that I'll try to, you know, manage both of them. And mm-hmm. so Coach Clemp and I already kind of planned it out and been talking about when I'm gone, you know, when I'm here. And mm-hmm. so I think it's going to go really well, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm just so blessed that Coach Clemp and, you know, the university have been so supportive Mm -hmm. of me being able to do both. And Mm -hmm. so I'm really excited to see, you know, going back and forth and, you know, doing the recruiting and then working with you guys Mm -hmm. and then, you know, doing my own career. So, yeah, it'll be a lot of time management and a lot of communication. But like I said, I'm just excited that I even have the opportunity Mm -hmm. to do it. For sure. Mm -hmm. Because I know, like, you are on the – or before having this job, you're on the road a lot. And it was just really nice hearing that you're coming to be our assistant coach. And I think you were on a stop when we actually started, um, actually, the season. Or, yeah. Or were you doing a tournament? I Well, so when you guys had your first event, I mm-hmm. kind of had two back-to-back mm-hmm. events. Mm-hmm. I was in Colombia. Yes. Competing on behalf of Team USA. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I went straight from Colombia to Reno, mm-hmm. Nevada, to do to do the last tour stop of the season. Yes, mm-hmm. I remember that, and I was like, dang, this girl is just going whoop, whoop, all I know. over. Right, I mean, and again, that's where I talk about just being so blessed to even have the opportunity to compete and do that, because, mm-hmm. again, I felt terrible that I was missing your first event, because I was just like, okay, great, I accepted this awesome position, and then I'm I'm not even there. I've been <laughs> on the job for, like, you know, a couple of weeks, and now mm-hmm. I'm gone for, like, mm-hmm. 20 days. But, again, like, I, again, I can't. I can't say it enough, just Coach Klumpa and everybody. Being mm-hmm. so supportive. Yeah, 100% that I get to pursue both of my dreams. You know, at the same time, I don't have to choose. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that's something that I was worried about before, before this job offer, you know. And I don't want to think negatively, but just kind of realistically, what if the tour doesn't work out? What if I realize I don't like traveling? What if I realize... You know, that I just hate it for whatever reason. What am I going to do? Am I going to have to choose between bowling and a career? But having this opportunity, I don't have to choose. And I think that's great. You know, again, I'm just I'm just real lucky. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. And um, yeah, we're going to go to break. Uh, this is In the Pocket with Gwen and Amara. <laughs> <laughs> 